open this can before we start. Uh, da, 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 da. After midnight, the only podcast you'll ever need. Ever. Ever. If you fucking listen to anybody else, I will find you and I will cut you. Oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, you didn't say thank you to your bus driver today? Well, I'm going to fuck shank, you up. Shank, 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 shank. <laughs> so mean. I'm Steve. <laughs> and I'm Mike. And we're going to talk some trailer fun this time. Yes. We, a couple of really cool trailers came out. Um, Mary Poppins 3, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, starring Yondu. Yondu. Oh, yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> <laughs> so I met that man. He's got one of my wife's original pieces. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, no, I'd like to talk about let's – talk, let's talk a little about New Mutants, okay? Um, it was uh, – it's aged like a fine wine. Um, <laughs> Supposedly. Or some really old cheese. Jesus. 27 months. Actually, twenty uh, almost 29 months now is how long ago Fox released the first trailer for New Mutants. That's almost, over almost, two years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. I mean, that's as ridiculous as Westworld with their two-year fucking hiatus yeah, between yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, fuck you, Westworld. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that series. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't care. Yeah. Screw you, Westworld. Shut the door on you. <laughs> Fuck um, you, Westworld. I mean, the thing is, the film, the film is directed by Josh Boone. Okay, and okay. From a screenplay that he did with, with Natalie, mm-hmm. and uh, he flat out said that he doesn't like horror films except the quote classic ones like The Exorcist. Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, and he's looking to, and I, I'm quoting, pioneer and champion doing prestige versions of horror films based on his love for horror novels such as Stephen King. And stuff. So he's not he's not okay with pretty much anything beyond 80s era horror. Stephen King only. Too. Right. That's the thing. It's like he's, 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 a, he's, he's a, a classic type of horror guy when it comes to it. Like he he's just – Anything scream and beyond, he's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. But if it's like a classic horror, then he's like, that's perfect. So, you know, once again, we've got somebody like J.J. Abrams in the Star Trek reboot who – Admittedly. Yeah, is not a fan. Is not a fan. 
says he doesn't like a particular film or genre or series, but he does it anyway to make his version of it and do his way. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, being a King fanboy is all good, but Stephen King is not horror. It looks he's like- not horror. He's, no one person can encompass that. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't say that guy is horror. Like sure, he he made horror movies. But it's it's not fair to other people like Wes Craven or or other people that make horror movies. Exactly. I mean, horror is is subjective. Yeah. There's some people that will will see something and they freak. You know, I'm, I'm dwelling on this this little thing, but it's it's for a reason. Dude, arachnophobia terrifies me. And it didn't bug me at all. I'm like, whatever. Right. Them. You know, like, and this is the thing. Like, when people say shit like that, that's like, you know, like we were on the way here, we were driving. And I was like, you know, it's like somebody who's who fucking hates comedies. And just absolutely just doesn't like them all, doesn't like doing them, whatever. Agreeing to do a comedy film, it makes no sense whatsoever. You right, know? and it's you're starting off on the wrong foot because you have a director and a screenwriter that doesn't really like what he's doing. And you know, I don't know if that's really what he meant by that. You know, but from just reading what he said, it doesn't seem like the dude really wanted to make any horror film other than a Stephen King Shining type of horror film. And that's what this kind of looks like. Either in an asylum. It's a haunted asylum, and the, there's no costumes, and it's a bunch of you know kids experiencing some creepy, crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's all good and well, you know, but it's, something about it bugs me. You know, the movie before it even has come out, I've got issues with it because it seems like like they said reshoots were slated, but apparently they never happened, mm-hmm. or or they did. Right. Because depending on where you're reading the information, it's rumor from, reports. Yeah, and this the thing is, it's been two years, you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, basically, the movie being released this year, it's believed to be the same film that was filmed two years ago without any reshoots. Right. So either they did reshoots or they didn't. If they did, just say it. Like, and I really, I don't really yeah, get it. Yeah, it's weird. And the it's weird. Apparently, they adjusted the uh, the antagonist, the subplot in the film. Um, originally, New Mutants was going to tie into the existing X Men franchise. Yeah, yeah, the um, Dark Phoenix universe. It was going to feature the Essex Corporation, which was first teased at the end of X Men Apocalypse. They saw, you know, the Essex, oh, okay, yeah, which and, you know, Essex is Mister Sinister. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were going to have a post credit scene featuring the surprise reveal of John Hamm. Mm-hmm. You know, who's this? Is really good, you know, um, good looking older the, the, dude. The forties, fifties film yep. or TV series. Uh, Mad Madman. Mad yep. For Madman, um, which I have yet to watch. I'm, I get yelled at for not watching that. Yep. Um, he was going to be, you know, Mr. Sinister. But, you know, Fox decided that against doing this following the, you know, after they were done with the you know, principal photography, the reshoots changed. And now the post credit scene is Antonio Banderas is a completely different villain. Hmm. So already going into this, we, we already know somewhere out there is, is Mr. Sinister. It's Phil's film of a Mr. Sinister. Right. I don't think we're ever going to see it unless it's like the DVD special edition. You know, right. Where, you know. But So unlike Dark Phoenix, New Mutants isn't a direct sequel to any existing X-Men film. It's its own thing. It's its own thing standalone, which is, which is sweet. I'm cool, cool with that, man. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, Disney, I guess, made their own changes to the film and Mutants, you know, are set to be – Worked into the MCU at some point in the future because yep. Kevin Feige said that it, in 2019 at Comic Con, um, we're already starting to figure it out. Like, what's the best way? And it's it's interesting because the rumors, you know, from what I've read online, you know, read at these different forums and some of the other websites, um, the idea that mutants will be brought into the MCU kind of gathered steam when uh, reports kind of emerged that Disney had 
literally had gone and cleaned out or purged any connection to the Fox X-Men series from the film. So I'm wondering if that's where the confusion is with the reshoots, if they just went in and deleted shit. Probably, if they had to fill the gaps of like, all right, we didn't talk about that in that scene. Uh, We talked about this instead. But Disney Marvel doesn't want any part of that, so we're going to cut that out. Yes. We're not going to talk about the the event that happened in this world at this time because it do, it doesn't happen in the MCU yeah. because because obvious reasons. Part of it, yeah. So I mean, I guess I would I would assume it involved a, a, the new after credit scene and you know and cutting mm-hmm. Professor X from the film entirely if they ever filmed anything with him, filmed anything with James. So um, I mean, realistically, like I said, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, neither Disney nor Marvel had. Any input into the cast, director, the story? Yeah, them spots were already filled before Nothing. Disney got yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then I mean, the Fox logo is still on all the movies marketing. Yeah, it, though, it still has the the dun 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 dun. Yes, dun, yes, and the, dun, apparently the credits dun, 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 dun. have a, the credits have a, um, a a host of Fox producers that have no connection to Disney at all. Yeah, but because they were part of the film, they have to show it. Right, so, right. I mean, realistically, you know, adding mutants into the MCU is – it should be a big step because in, in the franchise's history, that hasn't been done yet. Mm-hmm. So when they do make that leap and they put them in, it's got to be um, a really important thing, the thing that they, they can have control over and not like a, a mo- not, not happen in a movie, you know, inherited from another studio. Right. You know, and kept in a dark, you know – closet for several years, especially with Black Widow coming out in like a yeah, month. You know I, what I mean? I figured this one would have been scrapped, honestly. Yeah, because they put a lot of money into it. Well, and, and that's, Fox did, not Disney, though. So they right. That's why I figured, you know, they might as well. But at the same time, if you didn't put any money into it, all of the dollars you rake in is pure just profit. pure profit. That's true. So that's that's an idea. Move. But what I thought they would would have been really smart to do would have made it a Disney Plus original movie mm-hmm. that's not connected to the MCU, not connected to anything. It's just we're going to only release this on Disney Plus. So if you want to see it, you need Disney Plus. Pay that seven bucks a month. Pay that which, seven, is, which is cheap as fuck. We have Disney Plus. I love it. I it's got it laggy. free for a year. And it's awesome. And it's, uh, it's, it's lagging my damn freaking fire stick down. Is it really? Oh, yeah. As soon as I installed that shit, my fire stick started chugging. Ah, oh, that sucks. And I was like, fucking You idiot. know what I just seen, though? They put all of the Fox X-Men movies up to a certain point on um, Disney+. Plus. They, uh, I want to say this happened like two, three weeks ago. They, they threw in X1, mm-hmm. X2, uh, first class. We got uh, it before Christmas, and there was nothing on there. Really. Yeah, it was light on. Like if you now really love the animated stuff, like <laughs> even that, it's it's you get all the classics like Pinocchio and Bambi well, and to a degree, but there was some like shit that. that wasn't on there. Like yeah. a lot, you know, I mean, I I mostly attribute <laughs> that to server space because you oh, know yeah. when you first launch something like that, you only have so much space as is. And you you kind of got to be prepared for the number of users that are coming into something new like that, so they it doesn't crash. They got swamped. Yeah, and they they really did. They you know a lot of people were really curious about the Mandalorian, and that was there on launch with the first episode. Oh, that's why we got it. Hundred percent. Uh, I mean, we, we we wanted to do it anyway. But. For for Star Wars and Marvel new stuff, yeah, that's yeah. the main reason I got it. I can't wait for fall when Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier comes oh, out. Yeah. Can't wait for the 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 Wanda Vision. Thing the, the what if cartoon? I think that's going to be awesome. <coughs> oh yeah, like an animated what if? That's going to be sweet. I mean, I can see why I can see why Disney 
probably wants to distance New Mutants from the X-Men movies, considering, I mean, Dark Phoenix was such a monumental bomb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the, I mean, the acquisition of Fox by Disney has killed any interest in the previous franchise at all. So basically, you know, we're all just waiting for Wolverine and the X-Men to show up in the MCU. It's, you know, yeah, and it doesn't matter who <laughs> plays Wolverine at no. this point. Hugh Jackman would be cool, but he's way too old. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless they do an old man Logan that's faithful, um, but then I, but that'd be, I mean, but then that's, that's overwriting. The the, first of all, like you're, you know, you we did a Logan movie, yeah. and it's it is loosely based on the comic, even yeah. if it isn't exactly you know the re, the retard Hulk family, yeah, like they all inbred, the, the, yeah. all their all of them are inbred, and they they just like eating people because it's fun, and they eat his whole family, and then he has to kill them all. Like that story is. Fucked up. Yeah. And it's really good. The MCU would never tackle something that dark. I mean, yeah, I want to see them put mutants in. I'd love it. I want to see Guido. I want to see Strong Guy. You know, fight the Hulk. You strong know, Guy's is powers react to whoever he's fighting. Right. I, I see him fight the Hulk. I heard the immediate next bad guy the, that Marvel's gonna uh, throw at us isn't a villain. It's gonna be Scarlet Witch, yeah. and they're gonna do. Uh, the reverse of House of M, like Never Creed. have like because she took away all the mutants' powers, right. uh, not all of them, but most of the mutants' powers in House of M. Uh, I heard they're going to do like the reverse of that and have her kind of birth a wave of mutants by just sending power into. I wonder if Elizabeth is ready to be done with it, and that that's gonna that, be that's going to be her her she way dies out. Dies and like Gives she dies, her powers spread out. And I could see that. All she ever said she wanted to do was the House of M story. Once she got the role, she was like, "All right, let me look up the character and what she." And then she read the House of M story and was like, "That's badass." Well, it is badass. It's amazing. Yeah, it's better than Civil War. Yeah, you know, it's better. It's better than Civil War too. Then again, you know, the shit I took last night was better than Civil War too. We're not going to go into that. Uh, yeah, the side stories. The side stories kill it. Um, I mean. I don't know. I, I liked that that New Mutants will be presented as an entirely self-contained X-Men story. Yeah, me too. With really no no connections. I like the casting. It looks kind of cool. I like Magic's look. I think Magic looks pretty cool. I like that. That yeah, I like her. I like her look. They're pretty spot on. You know, yeah. they they kind of whitewash the Latino characters a bit. They but, whitewash you know, the whole movie. Like yeah, everybody and, is white, and uh, the whole the whole trailer seems very gray and color and it's, yeah, it just looks kind of dull. You look at like I like who they picked for Rain Maisie Williams. Yeah, yeah. Because she's a she's a she's a feisty She looks so fucking young cuz they shot this 2 years ago. I know. I know. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah, it, you know like legit it's it's really weird and she's this She's when, tiny. when you're the star of these movies that you shot two years ago, what's it like going to the premiere? Oh yeah, and you got to sit there and look at the time machine on the screen where you're like, "Huh, that was me two years ago." Yeah, damn, I really grew up like in every way. <laughs> yeah, it's really, <laughs> really kind of weird. That's yeah, like, weird. I mean, you know, Sophie Turner hasn't changed too much. I mean, she was a little bit older than everybody else in yeah. Game of Thrones, but you look at like, you know, Maisie playing Arya Stark. She started off; she was a kid. Yeah. And by the end of the series, you're like, ew, side boob, Ugh. you know, because you <laughs> I threw it in my mouth a little bit because not because your kid, I, right? Uh, I know. knew you as kid. I knew you, you as stay kid. kid. You stay kid. Oh, gross. <laughs> you know, a friend of the show, Bella Ramsey, the same way. Bella's first appearance. Yeah. She was little. Yeah, she was really like a little. baby, baby. She was like eleven. You know, and by the end of the series, she's fifteen. She hasn't grown much because she's super tiny. Anyway, yeah. you know, 
because she's small, as she calls it. You know, I was making fun of her a couple months back. I was like, why are you so tiny next to the other actors? She's like, I'm very small. You know? <laughs> she spells it S-M-O-L. I don't know if it's a British small. thing. Small. It's small. small. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, it's – you look at, like, how Maisie looks now, and you're like, oh, that's weird. I mean, but they gave her red hair, and they, they dyed her – I noticed in one of the pictures, one of the, the promo shots, like, her eyebrows are red. I'm like that. They must have bleached that poor kid's eyebrows and tied them red because <laughs> she, she she's a brunette. She's dark. Yeah, yeah, too. She's dark. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. It's, it's, the actors, you know, you got Sunspot, you got uh, Cannonball. The guy mm-hmm. who plays Cannonball is the dude from Stranger Things who okay. got busted with coming into the country with coke <laughs> so he couldn't go to the premiere of the second season and the kid looks he looks like he's strung out on something and that's I have a problem with them picking him that's for Cannonball tough. and it's I get they picked him because he's a hot actor right now yeah and back then he was a hot actor too you know whatever but he doesn't I don't know man something about it, them picking him maybe it's because I'm I just don't I don't I don't dislike him as an actor but I have an issue with somebody that looks like they're constantly on drugs <laughs> You know, like I look at him, I'm like, God, he looks. He just looked like he took. He some looks shit. like he looks like a fucking heroin addict. I'm sorry, he does. <laughs> he looks like somebody who does just a lot of speed and heroin, and isn't like it's just like you look at him, you're like, fuck, you look sick. Do you need a hamburger? You want to eat something? You're all right, you know, like you need a nap. You need a nap. Have a hamburger. You just need and a, a nap. hug. You just have need a, hot, a hug. Have a hot dog and a nap. There you go. <laughs> but like, you know, it's 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 part of it. I mean, Richter was no, not Richter. Uh, Cannonball is never really supposed to be like super. Whatever. That's my personal view. As, as far as how I feel about the movie, who cares? This is Steve Cast. It should have. <laughs> it should have been. It should just should have been canceled. Honestly, I. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine to go see it. I probably will see it in theaters just because I'm that person. Like I go and see everything in theaters. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> That's I, you don't have kids or a wife. I don't have. A, I don't have those <laughs> things. I don't have the anchors of life holding me down. So <laughs> the anchor. The anchors of life are they're not. They're not an anchor to my life. They just. They're a nice stable, but there's stability. And I don't. Sleep, there's stability. I don't sleep much, I'm, ladies and gentlemen. I don't God sleep much. It. Now that I don't work with you, we're not traveling all the time. I, I can't go to sleep when I want. <laughs> I try to. But I'm Aww. not allowed, and I gotta wake up at seven a.m. no matter what. Damn. No, I love my family. I love being home. Yeah. I'm I not, will someday. I'm not, I should edit that out. <laughs> I, I, will, I will someday. So it's it's okay. You will. It'll but for fun. now, I'm seeing every movie I can well, in yeah. theaters. I, you know, I, I do fully support theaters. Like I, The only thing I don't support is sitting there for a half hour before the movie actually starts. Like, I that's, hate. That's the only thing I hate about theaters. I don't know about you guys out there. I mean, you can tweet at us if you want. Let us know. Do they show local commercials before your movies? Like <laughs> – we fucking got the Star Wars. Where? Tell me where you saw it. Fuck it. Are you kidding me? Where'd you see it? The MJR at Partridge oh, Creek. Oh, no. And the Imagine Theater in downtown Royal Oak. Both oh, fucking places. No. You know, they're comfortable. ass seats. They're like freaking couches. You can mm-hmm. flip the center. You can flip the armrest up and snuggle with your girl. Yeah, they both have girl. great seats. Both it's, of those It's like theaters. a big leather couch. You can snuggle with your girl. I'm married, so we didn't snuggle. We kept that thing down. Damn um, it. <laughs> Because we're married. I'm not going to snuggle with you. That's the mother of my children. How dare you? Ew, cooties. Uh, ew, cooties. <laughs> a chaste, little chaste kiss is all you get now. You know, you kiss my, you kiss my kids with that mouth. But no, like, like we got there for the 10 p.m. show and it wasn't until like 10, 15, you know, 
It was about 10, 15, 10, 20 before the first previews rolled. Oh, There was my ads God. for a local veterinary clinic. There was an ad for a local dental thing that ran three times. What? Um, they did some kind of fucking game thing where they were like, okay, guess this trivia question. You can win. You know? Then there was four different ads about put your phones away, you dumb bastards. You, you're noisy and we hate That's you. That's how it was when I saw yeah. it, too. But it, um, went, uh, but it was local shit. And then it was some fucking guy from WDIV. You know, from Channel 4, like, hey, download the weather app. Learn oh the idea. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to tweet Devin, like, right like, look, <laughs> look Skillion. How dare you, Skillion. You take my wife's art out of your house. Your shame <laughs> on you, you know. Shame. Not as if Devin has any control over that. Right. But, you know. But, like, freaking, yeah. Like, it's it, you go to see those fucking films. You're like, why am I sitting here for a half an hour? You know. But I do support. I like going. Like, I like seeing films in theaters. I like seeing it with the a speakers big are always better when we than saw anything I'd ever. D- fuck like, yeah, Deadpool in the theater! Oh my god, it made it awesome. more. We were laughing. It's not like the old Beacon East theater either, where we used to get shot at. Right. Remember Beacon East yes. across from Eastland Mall? I, I saw the worst movie ever at that theater. Um, <laughs> the biggest flop in all of Hollywood history: uh, The Adventures of Pluto Nash. I saw it at that theater. <laughs> That's on. That killed his career for a while, and then the, the, the he, up a tranny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, fuck yeah, that theater. I remember somebody shooting the screen. <laughs> and I just got up and left. I was I went to see uh I don't know what the fuck it was. What the fuck did I go see there? I wasn't even on a date, it was me and a couple of my buddies. And we went and saw some fucking movie there and some dumb bastard just three rows ahead of me. And you know and I'm familiar with guns. I, I own a gun, I've I've shot guns plenty of times. But like he fucking stood up, he said, Fuck this shit. Blam! <laughs> And he shot the fucking screen, and people screamed. I, I just got up and I walked the fuck out that emergency exit, and I never went back to that theater. I was like, Get <laughs> and every time I drive, that by, might be the funniest thing I've ever heard. Fucking every time I drive by Beacon East, which they converted it into a school now, for yeah, like, uh, Wayne County, uh, whatever. yeah, Wayne Community, Wayne, Wayne Community College. Every time I drive by, I'm like, I remember somebody shooting, uh, shooting at the screen in that theater. That is very, hilarious. It's quite a special thing. I'm, I'm I wonder s- how good or bad the movie must have been for him to be like, fuck this shit. I think it was Adam's Family too. <laughs> I think it was bad. I want to say it was the late 90s. It was before Beacon East shut down. I think it was Adam's Family Values. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it shut like down that. in 03. It was, it, was, it was before then that it would have been because, yeah, it was – yeah, it was <laughs> It was before 2000. I know that much. That was bad. <laughs> That's funny. That was bad. That's pretty bad. It was, it was pre-Y2K. Uh, oh, that was. great. Because I got that Y2K shirt I wear every uh, New Year's. Go look at our Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. You'll see that You shirt. got a Y2K shirt. I is bought, it from then? The, like, is it authentic? Like, I, you bought it back then? Oh, yeah. No, it's, that, that, it's awesome. that mirrored one. You've seen me put that on. It's, it looks like a disco ball. Oh, shirt, yeah. That horrible shirt. I'm like, ah, the world's going to end. Might as well look like a dick. Might as well look like a dick. Went to Sears when I found that shirt. <laughs> they used to have a section. I was like, hey. Let's buy let's buy the most obnoxiously, you know, horrifying That's shirt I can hilarious. buy to wear on my two get. I was like, oh, oh okay. the world's gonna end. It's okay. No one's gonna Oh yeah. No one's gonna care. That shirt was I still wear that. It's pretty freaking funny. That like is it. hilarious. It's, it's, bad. it's so it's so horrible if you take a picture a picture of me with a flash, all you see is sparkles on my chest. <laughs> Looking like some twilight vampire <laughs> oh, in the day. Oh god, it's horrifying. That's that's messed oh, up. Oh, I know, I like it. That's funny. What were we talking about? Movies? Uh, New Mutants looks like it's oh, going to be okay at best, and uh, Disney should have just put it on the streaming service. And like you said, they, they could have just canceled it, and we would have been fine with it. Because we, we don't need it. If, don't. it if, it's, if it's not in the MCU, at this point, the Fox X-Men story is done. 
We do not need it. I and haven't seen Dark Phoenix, and as much as neither I like, have I, I like every actor in that fucking film. And that's just me what, too. This is what kills me about this. I like Sophie. Mm-hmm. I really like James. I like. I love Fastbender. Fastbender is fucking awesome. James McAvoy. I follow his Instagram. He's one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He is so damn funny. Him and Don Monahan. Oh my god, goddamn Hobbit. I love him. But fucking like, you know, it's I don't. I don't really care if I see it. Right. And that's happened a couple times with movies. I'll watch it when it hits Disney+. Plus. I'll, I'll watch it then, just to watch it. I, I'm, I, I know I'm not going to be, like, overly hyped for it. Uh, I did watch a few scenes that just popped up on YouTube randomly. Like, I saw the scene where uh, Gene goes to Magneto's camp um, and kind of crashes the helicopter there. I also saw the scene where uh, Mystique dies. And uh, it's choppy the way it's edited, and it makes it look like it's a trailer just in the way the movie plays out. It's weird. Um, And then I saw the scene where um, Charles gets kind of like ragdoll carried up the stairs and like – Phoenix like drags him like she's his puppet master literally like he she grips him up she kind of shuts off his whole telekinetic connection to be able to reach to her yeah she kind of just blocks that and she grips him up with her telekinesis and like pulls him out of his chair and makes him do this weird like almost horror movie-esque walk up the stairs where he can't control himself she's just kind of yanking him up step by step and then she kind of like fucks with him and uh that's about all I've seen. And I from from what I've seen, it does not look like I'm going to have the best time watching this movie because it's it's good actors in a badly written scenario. And it's it's fucked up too because the director, writer, whoever it is, I forget what which one of those roles it is. The guy was the guy that did X3, the the second biggest flop in X-Men movie history. <laughs> and that guy was like, you know, I had a chance with the Phoenix Saga the first time, and I fucked it up with X3. And oh, that's right. so I wanted to make this one to be a more faithful, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, more faithful. Again. Okay, so let me <laughs> let me throw this out there. You did it right with the space thing. That is awesome. Yes. I'm very grateful that you did that. But then it falls apart right after that. And it's like it stays falling apart. It's like you, you built the perfect puzzle piece to start the movie, yep. and then you dropped it. It's almost like and it's, it was two different movies. From what I from what I understand, people were like, you know, well, they the reshot so much of yeah, it. Yeah, who was it? It was a Kevin Kevin Smith said that you could watch the first half of the movie mm-hmm. and then stop it and then play the last half of the first movie, and it actually turns out to be a pretty fucking good film. <laughs> I was like, really? That's funny. That's actually kind of funny. But yeah, it's in it that. I don't know. It's, the only reason I'm excited for New Mutants is, is honestly, I, I like the idea of seeing any mutants in anything. Yep. You know, but I like Maisie Williams as an actress. I think she's kind of cool. She's got that spunky little British. I don't give a shit about anything, and maybe it's yep. just because I'm a Game I'm a Game of Thrones fan. You know, yeah, that's yeah. Like part of it too. It's like it's Arya again. You know, but like I dig it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I like haunted house stories, haunted house films. I dig that shit. So the fact that it kind of takes place in a haunted old school. You know, they did the old school special effects. I read about that. How they they there was only there's only only ten percent of that movie is CGI, is green screen. Everything else is practical. When the that's uh, cool. That in the trailer you see the walls like the walls the hands reach and, out. You yeah. know, like, ah, that's 
like old, a, it's like old school the shit. old stretchy wall. It is. It's, yeah. it's it's rubber walls, and then reaching out, the actors reaching out through the grips. That's old school. Te- I love that shit. That's awesome. Because practical effects will always trump CGI. No fucking matter how you do it. Yeah. You know, next time, unless you do start. Unless it's impossible. Because <laughs> Palpatine doing <laughs> <laughs> ain't practical. <laughs> I know you love that shit. That's the best. It's so fucking funny. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd love to see that practical. That would be so sick. <laughs> How do they even do that? <laughs> I don't know. You film a lightning strike and then yeah, you play it in reverse. It. Yeah, and but then, and then just put their, his fingers right. There. Whoever's holding their hands up are gonna die. <laughs> like, look, we did Thor authentic. <laughs> he gets zapped. Yeah, and they play it in reverse. <laughs> like the priest. he looks charred to start the scene, and then it goes away after you. <laughs> it's like the priest in Caddyshack gets <laughs> That's struck fucked by up. Oh my god! <laughs> the actor has to die for the role. That'd be oh. legendary. Yeah, freaking like I don't know. I kind of want to see it just because I do like the some of the actors involved. Again, it's just like uh, it's like the the other X Men movies. I like the actors involved. You know, like but not too sure about the actual movie. The actual movie, yeah. The storyline is it's old. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the issue I have with it. I don't know, I'm, but you know, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. We're going to we're going to watch it. Anyway. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to talk about it. We'll review it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, Steve here. Do you like to laugh? Head on over to at M Class Podcast on Twitter. It's home of the best damn Star Trek podcast you've ever heard. It's funny. It's irreverent. They even answer your emails. Unfortunately. For them, they also answer mine. Jeff and Josh are absolutely some of the best guys you could ever plug in your ear holes. And you like to laugh, don't you? Well, there you go. For your health. Now back to the show. The next one on the agenda I wanted to talk about was uh, Morbius, the living vampire. Yes, Michael Morbius. Michael, Michael What's Morbius. up, Doc? Since the 1970s, maybe 60s, he's been he's been a lot of team-ups. He's been a Spider-Man character. He had his own comic series. Been a hero times. and a villain. Hero and a villain. And uh, it'll be... Interesting to see. I, I really wish they hadn't picked Leto for the role. I'm kind of getting sick of seeing his face. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad it's him, though. He looks good. He, he looks good. I think I'm, he might be the only person I could see being Morbius right now because I don't know anybody else. I'd have been like, yeah, he'd have been perfect. The last role I liked him in was Blade Runner 2029 when he played. He uh, was perfect for yes. that guy. Yes. I thought that was awesome casting. But he was so... I don't know, man. Like the Joker just really put a bad taste in my mouth. I don't blame him for that. Yeah, I, I, because there, there's so much that was shot of the Joker that never even made it to the movie, and a lot of it was the better scenes, and that's the saddest thing about it is, you know, you got bad teams making a movie, and they yeah. just don't know what the fuck they're doing, and it's like they they over flooded him into the market marketing of that movie, and it's like. All the crowd is expecting Joker to be the big bad of this movie yeah. anyway. And then you go into the movie and he's there for five minutes. And it's like you watch the extended version and it makes him even better than what you get in in the movie. Like the only scene that doesn't hold up in the entire movie truly for the Joker is the club scene where he's talking to Common. Oh, that was trash. It was just bad. Was the only good thing about yeah. that scene was Harley. And, you know, Common, his lines, whoever wrote Common's lines needs to be fired. <laughs> whoever wrote Joker's lines for that scene needs to be fired. And Harley was perfect. She shows up and says, put in. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you're perfect. Yeah. Right, keep keep doing you. And it's like, Joker's like, you want my girl? Oh, He does yeah. that weird growl thing. Though. Oh. 
Thrones. Who the oh. fuck is that supposed to be? Are you a kitty cat now? Oh, yeah. Are you cosplaying? Oh. Are you cosplaying as Cheetah Boy? And it's Ishitara? like whoever wrote those scenes needs to – Freaking just – you need to fall into the into the Joker toxin. Like you need yeah. it. You need it. Well, that's what happens when you have but, like 5,000 rewrites in a movie. But, you know, you know f- then there's the other scenes that were cut out where like him and Har- Harley are really, you know, going through some shit on a relationship level and they'd never made it into the theater cut. And those are awesome scenes. If we got more of that, it would have come off as better eventually. But we didn't get that. We got cringy growl joker a lot of the time and bad delivery on bad lines. Writers kill movies, dude, and and the actors. It sucks. I wish the world weren't like that, but it is. But at least with Morbius, we get the extra added confusion of is this MCU or not. (laughs) Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it, this well, trailer does the double and back because yeah. they show the Raimi suit from the PS4 game <laughs> so with bad. the tag murderer over it, implying it connects to the Mysterio death from the for the MCU. So you got that's like dude, that's that's fourth wall breaking into three different universes. I think it's the vulture at the end. And then Vulture is wearing the exact same thing he was wearing when he was in jail talking to Scorpion. And Tom Holland's supposed to make an appearance, right? And so. I heard that is a rumor yeah. and I I I believe it if it was like 5 seconds of like Peter Parker's has been since outed as Spider-Man and just on a news thing yeah, in, in passing. Yeah, I think it's going to be too. I don't think it's really good. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Oh. I'm interested in seeing. Don't throw your snapple lid. How dare you? Just leave it on the floor. It's fine. Don't. It's it's my fact. Oh my god! But yeah, freaking. Uh, I don't know. I don't see. Uh, I don't see a problem with the film. Really, I mean, I outside of Leto, Leto, whatever the fuck you want to call him. I don't even know. Um, outside of uh, Jay Leno being picked as Jay Leno, uh, Mar- Michael Morbius. <laughs> I don't, I don't really see the problem with it. I think it'll be okay. I think it, I looks, think it looks good. It looks really I, cool. I like the Nightcrawler scenes they showed him doing yes. where he was like yes. off the walls. Yeah. That looks really cool. Um, Let's hope he doesn't actually teleport because then it'd be like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> they showed it uh, slow-mo on some YouTube channel and uh, you can see like the reason the cloud that he's kind of – it looks like he's teleporting with. It's purple. And it's because he's wearing like the classic comic jacket suit combo kind of thing where the inside was all purple. And that's what the purple glow is. It's just he's moving so fast that it's just a blur of purple. It's cool as shit. It looked pretty sweet. Um, But I like the idea because they start the trailer with like, you know, he's this guy that's clearly living in an older time era. And he's kind of treated like, you know. Like for this for this ailment, and he doesn't know how to fix it, so he does this mad scientist route, and then he goes and gets vampired. Like <laughs> he goes to this he gets ca- vampired. He, he he goes to this vampire bat cave and becomes Batman, and uh, yeah, now he's Batman. So how, how ironic he went from being Joker to Batman. That is a little strange. Ain't that funny? Yeah, that's that's probably half the reason they cast it. Up. Like, how funny would it be if you became the <laughs> bat like character? And they kind of embrace that. They're like, all right, well, here's imagery of bats funneling around him. Here's imagery of him idolizing the bat. Like, this is all like a Batman 
it's like trailer. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a it's a long slope like con. Oh, here, movie, here's him like, all weak and wimpy. Here's him buff and lifting shit. Yep. And it's like, damn, that's Batman, all right. What the fuck? But um, yeah, then like the the cool thing about the character is ultimately when he starts out, yeah, he is a good guy because he the bloodlust hasn't taken over yet. So it seems like they're playing really into that with the trailer because, like, they show him all buff and shit, and he looks fine. Oh, yeah. But he says, like, you know, the like, that's the cost. Like, I become blood crazy. And then they show his face, and he looks like a fucking monster, and it looks sweet. Like, that's the point where it's like, all right, well, time to be a villain. I have no choice. My body is literally saying, drink blood. Yeah. So you got you got to do it. So you're going to become the villain, which is ironic because that's a dark nightline. Live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That's ah. pretty cool too. I mean I know, he, had, he had that rare deadly blood condition that made his body really weak. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have a child- – Yeah, he looked like shit. I mean the comics get a childhood friend by the name of Emil Nikos. OK. I'm definitely not reading this off, off the internet. Ignore me. Good thing okay. you can't see me. <laughs> you have no idea. Um He'd sneak out at night. He'd play with ML all the time. And years later, Michael and Emil would go to college together, both become biochemists, uh, both working on a cure to save people from fatal blood diseases as well as to save Morbius. Genius. Morbius. Um, he took the green pill. Not the blue or the red pill, but the green one. Um, oh. He, oh, he, got a, he won the Nobel Prize. Couldn't, he was so weak he couldn't even hold a cup of tea. Um, I don't know. Like – Oh, wow. So in the comic book, I didn't realize this. In the, in the comic book, uh, after he gets his powers, one of the first things he does, he's so crazy with blood bloodlust, he kills Emil Nikos, his oldest friend. His bud. And then he fled from the – yeah, he killed him and drank his blood and then fled. Um, interesting. He was picked up by – will follow that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um I don't know. It was created by Roy Thomas and Gil Kane. It first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man 101 in 1971. Shit. Wow. That's old school. And his original costume, he had like – you remember the old Spider-Man had uh, webbing under his armpits? Yeah. Morbus has that too, but they're bat wings. Okay. <laughs> that must have been a thing for the time, you know. Wings. Um, that's pretty cool. But the, you get a lot of Kirk Connor in there, the lizard, you know, mixed with the yeah, original yeah. Avengers. There's a lot of team-ups. He, he, he popped up a lot in Marvel team-ups back in the uh, 70s, 80s. I saw him a lot. And then, like, in the 90s, he kind of disappeared, which is which happened to a lot of those guys. He just kind of vanished. Well, I've seen someone said, uh, you oh. know, obviously they're doing – if they're trying to promote this as part of the MCU, then there's a goal in mind by using this character. Yeah. Which means – Chances are, you know, they were like, let's let's count it up right now. If this is in the same universe as Venom, then we already have six villains we can use for Sinister Six. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be traditional Sinister Six. Sinister Six has had so many different members come in and out yeah, over the time. You don't have to use Sandman and Doc Ock. You, you don't. <laughs> and they they were like, you know, if Morbius becomes the villain by the end of it, and he really is a villain. Yeah. You know, Venom's already there. He could be a villain at times. Uh, and because of Venom, we could have Carnage also there. This is true. And too. so that's already three. Hmm. And they confirmed that a chunk of Morbius is going to be in San Fran, which is where Venom is and where Carnage would be. 
So that's that's them three already. And Venom two is coming out in twenty twenty. So right. You know if they yeah. So that that's all connected right there, possibly. Hmm. Then you you got confirmation of Morbius meeting with Adrian Toomes, it's Vulture. Yes. He's he's very much alive. He also was in jail with Scorpion. That's very much alive. Then you got uh, Shocker still alive. Oh yeah. So you you do have six villains already in the universe that all could be the Sinister Six. Do I think that that Sinister Six lineup is the one? No. But I do think that that's going to be a f- like probably three out of those six are going to be oh yeah in that team because there's there's just no way and Mysterio's in the universe too and and you know he died but I don't buy it because he's Mysterio he's yeah. Mysterio <laughs> that that message never gets out if he died like the whole Peter Parker is. Shh, Spider-Man or whatever, yeah. the backwards of that. But you, you get what I'm, what I'm throwing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that message was like made to incriminate him after the fact. And it was like a couple weeks later at least. Yeah. And he's just swinging through New York and it's like, oh, well, now the world knows. It's like, fuck. And then that's it. So obviously Mysterio didn't die. It was just, you know, he figured out a way to trick the the – the glasses, yeah, which makes sense because he actually had control of the glasses, and technically Spider-Man shouldn't even be able to use the glasses at that point because he had to give a verbal confirmation to pass them to Mysterio, like to say he he's the one that runs this now, passed it to him, and huh. then Mysterio gets it and he's like, cool. Peter leaves and he's like, aha, and then it's like you get to the end of this movie, Mysterio air quote, shoots himself with his own drone and then Spider-Man stops him from shooting him or whatever and then yeah. and then he just falls flat to the ground and, and, and dies. Yeah. And then Peter grabs the glasses off of him, puts them on, and he's like, hey, you need to shut down all the drones. And the thing's like, sure. Why? Yeah. He never... You, this guy never gave permission for Peter to, for Peter to use it again. Maybe he didn't have to. And I think he didn't have to because that was part of Mysterio's ultimate plan was yeah. Peter's not going to think about that. Yeah. So ultimately, I'm going to make it so he can do this. But it doesn't matter because if as long as he believes I'm dead, it's all okay. So he can use it in the temporary, but I ultimately have the, the control over the whole situation. Huh. Especially there's a moment where uh, Mysterio's setting up the whole drone thing to come through with the hurricane and punch the the, the rock wall or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he tells his guy, hey, make sure you upload that that thing or whatever, that code. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. It's ultimately a code that says, you know, in the event where I'm about to die. Yeah. We'll do it that way. <laughs> what are you doing to your microphone? No. Ah, the horror. We're horror. We're uh, we're back, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, we're in studio, and the laptop apparently decided to restart itself because it's one o'clock in the morning, and it's the time it does that. Um, we were talking about Moribus and the absolute insanity with that movie, and about like the Sinister Six. We're gonna let in the Sinister Six and all that. So, yeah, I could see them doing Sinister Six with you know uh, the lineup, not necessarily the lineup that they have, but. Just in general. A combination of them plus yeah. others that we might have. 
yeah. uh, going forward. Uh, I could see it. That would be kind of fun. I mean, that movie, I don't know, Morbius looks, Mor- I'm not even saying it, like Morbius. 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 I could see, yeah. I could see them ultimately, if, if Morbius becomes MCU canon confirmed, like for everything Marvel, I could see that being the big drive for the Blade series. Yes. Because that's already confirmed. If Morbius creates like a cult of vampires, then that could be ba- Blade's ultimate you know, nemesis ultimately, even though he's a Spider-Man villain through and through. Yeah. They could, you know, they pass villains to different characters all the time. So they could easily do that rather than just being like the MCU has vampires now. Like (laughs) Morbius being that guy makes sense. I can see that. Well, they always, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, the Marvel Universe always had vampires because of, you know, freaking Dracula and shit. Yeah. When Marvel first started out, it was an easy and cheap story to do. They print a few Dracula episodes around Christmas of different comics right. and put them out, you know. Right. After a while, everybody everybody encountered Dracula at some point, Fantastic Four, and all these people, it's dumb. But um, <laughs> it's just dumb. But we got a couple other trailers coming out. We've got uh, Wonder Woman in a drop again. So we have that movie coming out. I don't know what to think of it. I think it's going to be nowhere near as good as the first one, and I think at that point I'd rather just not watch it. Yeah, I think it's going to flop. I think it's going to be a big sad moment in in her history of uh, of this whole role because uh, everything she's done thus far in the role has been flawless. If you ask me, as far as her part of it, I think she's been great in every role she's done for Wonder Woman, um, Justice League. Batman versus Superman and her own movie. I think she was great in all three. And I think this is going to be the first one that just kind of sucks that energy right out of the character. It's going to be very odd, especially seeing Steve Trevor again. And this yeah. time he's alive. It's not like some kind of PTSD thing. Oh, they came out and said he's definitely alive. He's alive. He's Didn't there. He's tangibly doing things. Uh, and it's like... Why? They, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they say that? Yeah, this is a standalone movie. It has nothing to do with the other Wonder Woman. Film? I wouldn't be shocked if it does, but they directly reference the stuff like it did happen, and that's, that's what weird. bothers me about it. It's like, is it though? Is it? A, is it a universe? You, if they wanted to like, do a complete reboot standalone movie, they should have gotten somebody besides Gal Gadot. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I mean, it's just like how they did the Joaquin Joker movie. It's not connected, so we got a different actor. Plain and simple. Yeah. I understand your uh, your frustration, Jared Leto, because you signed a contract saying you're going to play the Joker. But uh, this is a different universe, so you don't get to complain right now. You just got to sit there and take it and wait for your next call. Yeah. And it's, you know, that movie That movie just won an uh, Oscar. It, best drama. Like yeah, that, Jared needs you know, to shut up. It, it's <laughs> like, if you don't get a role, like, you just need to be quiet. Like, dude, all right, you got bad writers. Sorry. Well, like we're not the studio. We're, like you can't just be mad at at the world because you, you're you had bad writing and you used the bad writing to its full extent, and you know you delivered bad writing the bad way, and now it's like God, it's just a bad memory, and it's like sorry, dude. Like we weren't the ones that picked the role. We weren't the ones that wrote the role. Yep. Like. But Joaquin's movie is better. Like, it is way my, better. Miles above what you, whatever you have done with Joker so I, far. I would not so have like, wanted to see a Joker Lido movie. I, I would not have I, wanted. To I would have wanted to see it because I know he's a decent actor. I know he is. It's just you got to do it the right way. 
Absolutely, no matter what, you have to do it the right way. And from the beginning, the Todd Phillips one was the right way. Like, we're going to do a Scorsese-style Joker movie that's like, it, it has nothing to do with the whole Batman and Robin cheesy bullshit we've been hand-fed for the last, you know, 60 years. This is a Joker story. This is, yep. it's not a comic book movie. It is, but it isn't. So, you know, that's I, – I thought it was perfect in execution. But, Jared, you can't be mad at this one. But here we are with Wonder Woman and it's just – it's if it's a different universe, different Wonder Woman, please. Yeah, you like, can't do that. It's not going to end well. This isn't Crisis on Infinite Earths. No. Nope. You can't just cross over all these characters. And this is the issue we've always had with DC is that Warner Brothers in DC, they – don't and I'm assuming at this point it's pretty much Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, me too. They don't have a handle on how to do a comic book movie. You, it'd be like literally like doing a Star Wars movie with Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and everybody, and having it have nothing to do with the stories that have happened before. Like, so the Christmas special? Yeah, right. Yeah, my God, <laughs> as a movie, yeah. as a movie. Yes. Well, it was like an hour and, and ten minutes, ain't it? That was so gross. It's not worth. That old man that ran the uh, barter shop or whatever, he gave he gave Grandpa porn on Christmas Day. <laughs> he seen him do that. He gave he came up to Grandpa's in there. Oh Grandpa's having it's a nice day with his family. And this guy comes up and he goes, this is a special film for you. You know, it's a little. It's, ah, it's a very special and, film. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Grandpa's like, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. And he puts it on and it's all these girls dancing. And Grandpa's in there watching it. He gave that old man porn. <laughs> It's Christmas. It's his daughter's in there cooking. His grandson's playing around. He's sitting there watching porn. It's oh, Wana Wanja. He's just speaking hut and shit. No. <laughs> yeah, that movie, God, that Christmas special was rough. But you know, then it's the thing. Like these movies, they they drift really dangerously sometimes toward bad territory. But usually, yeah. they kind of course correct. You know, I mean, I didn't necessarily hate. It's one o'clock in the morning. Get off me! Uh, <laughs> don't judge me. Um, uh, Forget. I didn't necessarily. I didn't hate any of the DC movies, but I didn't really like a lot of them either. Yeah. The problems that uh, if, if it was a Marvel movie, if it was written properly and acted properly, it's all fun to me. I, I that's the thing, yeah, I'm not like we talked in the last episode. Just you like have fun with it. Yeah. Like you if you don't have fun with it, what the fuck are you doing at yeah, the it's theater? It's just a movie. Bro? You know. Yeah. Seriously. But, um, I mean, I'm still gonna bitch about it. But yeah. <laughs> you know. Because I do have my my issues with all of them, but oh, yeah. it's but overall I love a lot of what they've done. I I really like a lot of people give uh, Snyder shit for certain things, but I think he's done a, a great job with what he was given control of. And uh, I think Batman versus Superman, being that Batman is based on a specific version of the character, was really good. I think the Superman, like the whole death of the Superman story was really good, even though it felt kind of like quick to jump to that. I thought it was all done very well on on film. Yeah. But it's just, you know, now we're at this point where we're at Wonder Woman 2, and it's set in the past again. <sighs> and I, I'm already bothered by the fact that it's 1984 because Bruce was given a f- the whole file on her. And nothing about 1984 comes up. The only picture that exists is she was involved in in the World War. 
and that was, and and that World was uh, yeah, like the the Great War, yeah. the World war to War to end all wars, even though it didn't. I can tell you exactly what fucking happened. Some dumbass executive at Warner Brothers probably saw that Stranger Things was really popular. Yep. And said, the '80s are back. Let's do. We have to do a film in the '80s. Put Wonder Woman in there. She's immortal. Do it. Yep. Make it happen. You know. That's I mean that's what it that's what it feels like, dude. Yep. I mean it's it's not, it's I don't see it going any other way than that meeting happening where the exec is like, we got to do it. Stranger Things did it. Yep. It worked out. Exactly it did it, and it worked out. And uh, it just seems like every year there's a new batch of things that like makes the next wave of stuff more popular. And I it's mean, they're putting that shit out. Fucking Marvel's doing the Eternals. In modern day. In modern day. Like, fucking Which is crazy because the Eternals are eternal. They could literally do that movie a thousand oh, years yeah. in the past and it would still work. I think got fucking Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Richard Madden, Kit Harrington, Jim Chan. I mean, fucking Kumal. Kumal. Fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, what's his name? Jon Snow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Kit Harrington. Yeah. He felt pretty. Oh, like, Black Knight. Oh, yeah. That's going to be funny. It's modern day, but he's going to be Black Knight. That's going to be funny. Millie Bobby Brown has denied having a role in the film, even though she was rumored to have a role in the film. I wonder who she would have played. I don't know. Interesting. Somebody that screamed at blood coming out of their nose. Um, the other thing that's coming out this year, which we have yet to really see a trailer for, but we've seen a lot of fan-made trailers, is Godzilla vs. Kong. That's coming. I am excited. It's fucking I cannot wait. I just watched King too. of the Monsters. Like, I see that movie. I'm going to be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Ever. The person ah. in front of me is going to be like, what's up? Oh, ah. Ah. Oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> they just hear you in the back of the theater. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, my God. It man. sounds like a sprinkler system. It's going to be like Randy when he when, when he finally got porn back after we. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's horrifying. Oh, no. Um, you know, it's, but th- that movie, I don't know, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm Just ex- like the last Godzilla, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for Birds of Prey. That's in three weeks. Fuck yeah, Birds of Prey. Um, what other trailers we got? There's, I mean, Venom 2 has yet to drop a trailer, but that's going to be coming But we out. know that's coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, shit, the closer we get to Black Widow, the more theories I got on who Taskmaster is. That trailer, Black Widow, it looks Fucking hilarious and uh-huh. also good at the same time. That, uh-huh. that Marvel ability to do that, do the comedy and the drama at the same at time is so fucking good. Yeah, you know, you mean in, it's, you can go to the extreme and do Deadpool. In most, in most cases, it's typically bad for a movie to do that, where yeah. you're like, you know, ah, oh, that really cool character just died. He forgot to tie his shoelaces. <laughs> like everybody yeah, right. in the crowd goes crazy. Like those kind of moments are like typically frowned upon. Yeah. But Marvel pulls it off pretty tastefully a lot of the time. Like comic relief shortly after a tragic event usually doesn't go over well. No. I think a great example of it working in Marvel is when uh, Civil War's climax happens. You get this very depressing, the heroes don't like each other anymore vibe. Rhodey's a cripple. And, you know, Iron Man's working him through. And then is someone here named Tony Stank? Yeah. Like yeah. that's a great moment of like, all right, we just had that serious-ass moment. Yeah. We we all feel like shit, like that dude. Brody's like, Tony Stank, yes. Yes, that you, is thank him. Thank you for this that. This guy right here. Thank you for that. I will. That will always be your <laughs> that's name. That's perfect. That will, forever. That's perfect comic relief that. to follow up a, a fucked up moment. <laughs> um, but I just – yeah, it's – I mean – 
I, I think they do that best. What are the trailers came out? Um, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Dude, he's fucking flying it. Oh my I God. found out real life. He's fucking flying oh them yeah, fighter jets. Fly. Oh yeah. And and he's, it's he's fucking crazy. You're not supposed to be able to fly those without a military clearance. Oh yeah. And for the movie, he went they they took him to the base and they were like, "Look, we're doing this movie. We know how much this movie means to you guys and we know how much it means to us and Tom." And uh he's going to be flying one of them them fighter jets. He's crazy. he's flown before. He's flown smaller planes. <laughs> We just need you guys to train him to get to the point where he can do this. So he went through the base level training to get to the point where he can fly one and nice. do basic maneuvers like simple rolls and simple things like that. The I found out in the trailer, you know the the classic Top Gun, uh, the maneuver where um, he's flying behind a, a plane and then it shoots up, breaks, yeah. gets behind him. Yeah. And then they do it again in this trailer. He wanted to be the guy that breaks. And uh, and goes behind, but they uh, told them, dude, the sheer amount of G force you get oh, yeah. by doing that, yeah. you would fucking pass out and kill you and the other jet. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, so you can be the guy that flies behind him, and we're gonna still do that over you. And he was like, "Fuck it, let's go." <laughs> and so they they have Tom Cruise, the actor, flying a fighter jet. It's hilarious behind, and they, dude, they said. He does everything. They said literally like he refused to say no when they were like, do you want to not do this? He was like, fuck yeah, I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, I want a barrel roll. Yeah, I want to fly through the valleys of this like skinny mountain. That man like, has liquid cocaine for blood. I He's believe insane. it. insane. He does so Scientology probably hooked him up with an implant that oh, just yeah. injects coke. Like, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Freaking Scientology. Yeah, I don't want to say it too loud. Them motherfuckers might be listening. Oh, yeah. No, they're definitely listening. There's no (laughs) doubt about that. They're coming for you. What's his name from that 70s show that he said they're stalking him? Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Fuck, what's his name? Uh, The dude that always had the glasses on. Uh, Super cool dude from that 70s show. Had the big frizzy hair. Oh, that dude. Yeah, that's – I forget what his name is. Isn't that what's gonna call it? Uh, the girl from Lo- uh, from Walking Dead, the one that just died recently, the one that was like the lesbian girl. Um, oh god, what's her name? Alana Masterson. Isn't that her brother? Maybe. Uh, quick Google. It is Danny Masterson. Yep. Yep. And they're both heavily into that. The Alana apparently is like nuts. Well, into she's it. like into it. Yeah. He's crazy. not into it at all. And he was like, dude, they're fucking stalking me. And then he opened up a case against them. And they were like, well, we're a religion, so you have to open up a special kind of case against us. And he was like, what the fuck are you guys? <laughs> I'm suing you no matter yeah. what here. Yeah. No matter who's involved, I'm suing you guys. You are getting your asses sued. Like, Because I am being stalked by people. And they are not regular people. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. They're a little crazy. Oh my gosh! Shit, my dad almost got wrapped up, and then they came uh, when he was out living in L.A. He was like, "I just want to check it out. I just want to yeah. see, just out of curiosity." Went into the building, and they were like tell, asking him all these crazy, sh- these crazy questions. And then they sat him in a room, and they're like, "Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in like five minutes." And he sat there, and he's sitting in this room, and he looks down at this paper with all these crazy ideas and questions on it, and he was like. Dude, they're gonna fucking hypnotize me. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking then he took off in that five minute window. That's funny. Yeah, he came after like, oh, yeah. oh we lost another one. Zeno. <laughs> 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 oh 
Zoltan. 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 <laughs> oh my God. Oh fucking yeah! Like I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to think about that particular one. The fucking uh, what was the other movie that's coming out recently that I watched the trailer for? Um, let's see how many. I lost track of what I was doing. Stop it! You don't know from things. You don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a top, top Gun Maverick. I don't know. I think Top Gun, I think it'll be kind of fun. I think it'll be fun. It'll be movie. interesting. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. The trailer we, looked really good. We touched on that last time a little bit. Ghostbusters Afterlife looks really fucking It looks like the movie the last cool. one should have been. Yes. Thank you. It, do, it looks. Um, I mean, the, the girl in his Egon's it follows. It follows the same vein as the originals. But, they're, um, they're but, saying, it's, but it's still new. And everything after Ghostbusters 2, everything, the ghost just disappeared. They yeah. stopped coming around. So yeah. everything kind of faded away. And after a while, people forgot about it. Yeah. And so this is Egon's granddaughter moving into his old house in the middle of the country. So we Egon had a daughter, apparently. He had a, like a daughter. Right. He, he did have a family. Well, no, he was illegitimate. Like he didn't know she existed or right. something like that. Right. But Ecto-1 is in his garage. His spores, molds, and fungus collection is in the basement. And it, it's it got that kid from Stranger Things in it. And it looks – Who's it? Uh, was it Finn? Finn, yeah. It looks Finn Wolfhard. It looks fun. Another, I'm, I'm another excited. That, yeah, me too. I think it will be kind of cool. You know, it looks like – I like the idea of it. it being kids. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think that'll just – I think that serves to bring the like the 80s kids back into their – like what they wanted out of their childhood kind of. Like, you know, we got the Ghostbusters in the 80s and, you know, a lot of kids seen that and was like, you know, really blown away by just what it was. Oh, yeah. And that, that carries through with a lot of them to this day. And I I just really think that that's what they wanted to tackle was like – you know, this is the childhood you wish you had, this movie. Like, these we, kids are growing up being Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Stuff that you used to just play pretend <clears throat> out, you know, just w- playing with your friends. Like, you know. It's going to be sweet. I watched uh, – I had my daughter and her friend uh, sit down and watch Ghostbusters with me a couple weeks ago, and they loved it. It was fun. They laughed their asses off. And, then, of course, you know, the scenes in there – I mean – it was made in, in 1984. So everybody's smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, they curse a little bit, but they smoke everywhere. They smoke in the elevator. They smoke when they're walking down the street. They're smoking in restaurants. It's ridiculous the amount of cigarette smoking in that, you know. Um, but, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a, a neat movie to see. I mean, the nostalgia is a big thing right now. All of a sudden, there's a big nostalgia trip on everything, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's been long enough since the 80s, you know. But there's movies coming out. That I don't really think. I mean, like, I don't really think need to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast and Furious Nine, yep, uh, is coming out. The trailer is going to be dropping in the next week. I know that because I just like I just said in the <laughs> last episode, I went to Universal with the guy that wrote it. Yeah, and uh, it was that's another thing that was really funny about that trip. His description of the movie. And how he described it and whatever, because he's what's his name again? Dan Casey. Dan Casey. But, so we but, know. but the thing is, there's there's two Dan Caseys. <laughs> there's Dan Casey from Nerdist, yeah, who is like in all their videos or whatever. Like if you look on their YouTube, there's constantly videos like like this kind of talk with Dan Casey. Uh, it's not it's not the same guy. He's a guy. So he has to the guy that is writing Fast and Furious has to go by Daniel Casey. 
to oh. because it's like uh, yeah. just out of a uh, confusion. Well, no, I got it. Um, Makes sense. But he, uh, yeah, he he kept talking about the movie and how it's so fun and funny to write these movies because he's used to writing more semi-serious stuff and uh, with a little bit of fun laced throughout. But um, like he wrote Ten Cloverfield Lane, the one with uh, um, John Goodman and. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You see how they tied that in with yeah. that one? Mm-hmm. With the, the, the sci-fi series? It, mm-hmm. was, it was cool. I like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, so he, he wrote that for J.J., passed it off to his company, and then they they kind of polished it up and into a movie. And uh, he also wrote Kin, which was a movie with uh, – um, fuck, what's his name? Ooh, I forget. <laughs> oh shit! I, I totally had it too. Um, but ideas, the- ideas. It's a little black kid in Detroit. Uh, he comes across alien bodies yeah. with a weapon that like codes to whoever yeah. picks it up. Um, it was a cool idea for a movie. Didn't perform so well in box office, so it didn't do much anyway. But it was a pretty cool movie. Um, but he was talking about the process of writing Fast and Furious, and he was like, "Dude, the funny thing is." In the Fast and Furious universe, like, it's kind of like a confirmed canon kind of thing that, like, physics don't exactly work the same way. (laughs) He was like, he was like, you know, it's kind of like almost established canon. Like, things that are impossible in this world uh, are possible in that world. Like, gravity's off a little bit. So I can write in anything that doesn't make sense and we will make it make sense. It's fucking funny. So he was like, you know, the the first day I got to write a stunt, we were like, all right, so we got John Cena for this movie. We got these guys for this movie. What can we do? He was like, all right, I'm I'm, going to sound crazy here, but they were like, no, you're not. He was (laughs) like, all right, so you need to get John Cena on a cliff of some sort and he's going to drive off of the cliff seemingly to his death. But after he launches off and he's on the way down, you're going to see a plane come <laughs> over the cliff with a magnet on the bottom of it. And it's going to catch him right before he crashes. So and then the plane's going to lift oh up and, and take him away. Oh, and I it's going to be all good. That's ridiculous. And, uh, and my brother was like, dude. Spoilers. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, don't say spoilers. You know it's going to be in the trailer. And he and just making a joke out of it. And then the guy was like, you know, I'm pretty sure it is in the trailer. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you'll be seeing that like in a couple weeks here. Oh, Jesus. So, so that yeah. happens when you have insider info. Yeah. You, we know people. We know things. We know people. I can't wait to see the trailer just so I can see what he's – what he's done because oh you know what's funny is in the Fast and Furious franchise, never once for any movie in sequence have they ever kept the same writer. That's and weird. So one to two, different writer. Two to three, different writer. Three to four, different writer. Four to five, different writer. Six, huh. seven, eight. And now here we are on nine. He is the first writer in all of the franchise history to be tapped to do the to the to do the next sequential movie. Oh! So he just finished nine. The movie's about to come out. He's working on ten now, and he is the first writer in the entire series to be asked to do that. Which is, I mean, if that doesn't speak to his writing ability, I'm I don't know what does. But uh, speaking of. Weird, goofy movies like that. Did you see that? Uh, they are goofy. Um, oh my God. 
play Deadpool. I'm tired. Ryan. Ryan. I'm so what's, tired. What's that movie? Free, Free Guy? Free Guy. Ryan Reynolds is that, in this movie called Free Guy. And it looks, it up, looks like Grand Theft Auto. It looks like, like Grand Theft Auto <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious looking. I mean the thing is, is – how many movies are they going to milk Deadpool as a oh multi-universal God. character? Exactly. Like he can just be Deadpool. It's like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they embrace that. This, like all these movie studios, they're like, all right, look. So we need you to be this guy in a video game world and you kind of just like don't listen. And you do your own thing and you become your own hero because you were just an NPC that didn't matter. But now you want to make your life matter. And he's like, okay, how do you want me to play that? Just be Deadpool. Just be Deadpool. Yeah. All right. What it looks like. Got it. Oh my god. <laughs> Movies complete. Like he's made like five Deadpool movies. Do you notice? And that, only uh, two of them are actually named Deadpool. Do you notice that Aquaman two is not slated anywhere in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, as far as I can tell? Uh, I believe it. I believe it because they're DC's got a lot on their plate right now, anyway. Yeah. Because they're trying to make sure that all these movies go over well. I think they're going to shelve that for a while. I think honestly, by the time I, they're ready it. to do it again, Momoa is going to be like, yeah, yeah. But he might pull a Hemsworth and just be like, dude, I'm going to be fit until I'm 45, 50. <laughs> so you can just fuck off saying I'm fired. Like, Whatever, screw you. Because Hemsworth literally, he's running an app right now where he's just like, you know. I got fit to be Thor. Like, I was just a regular dude. Like, I didn't look crazy big or anything, but I got, like, ripped for Thor. And he's literally giving people free workouts through his app. Like, he's like, this is my routine. Follow my routine. You will look like me. Like, and they're like, oh, okay. So then they do it, and then they get the results. He's doing it as, like, a point, like, you know, Chris Evans can get tired of doing this, staying fit until he's 40, you know, type of shit. But Chris Hemsworth is pushing it. He don't give a fuck. He's like, I can stay Thor for a long time. You guys can retire and, yeah. you know. Well, he's Australian. Ro- Robert, they're, they're crazy. Right. <laughs> Robert Downey, you can go off and, and get your other movies in. You know, Chris Evans, you can go direct or whatever you want to do these days. I'm going to be Thor because I like being Thor. <laughs> I love that. I just listened to uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I loved that podcast. That was funny as shit. And the, the stuff he said about, you know, Iron Man was true. He's like he stepped away. He's, he's, he's done. He hung up the suit and he's done. I thought with Joe Rogan said was hilarious. He was like, but come on. Like wouldn't you like it if like, you know, a couple shitty Avengers movies after this like <laughs> yeah. come out and then like. You know, they come down to this moment and it's like the world is lost and they need a genius to get it back on track. And then they, they get that time machine back up and yep. you walk out like – The audience just will just lose their minds. Like they would. You're not wrong, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Although the circumstances are kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was a good interview. It was a good interview. I, I really enjoyed yeah, listening to Robert. Doc, he's doing Dr. Lou, Dr. Doolittle. Doolittle. Yeah, it's gonna be kinda, that's a kind of a cute film. I'll take the kids to Which see is that. funny because he made a, a couple references in the Joe Rogan podcast to Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like. Ed, Eddie did that. Eddie did Dr. Doolittle. And you're about to he do. two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And the second one was his kids were involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mix up those. I mix up the Doolittle movies with Eddie Murphy with Daddy Daycare, and I don't know why because they're not related <laughs> at all. Like <laughs> mentally, I just mix them up because they came out around the same time. Yeah, so we got that's some some pretty good movies coming out. I mean, there's some good stuff. I mean, the Dune Dune's coming out. Dune's in post production. Right yeah, now. that's. I'm really intrigued because I never watched the original and I never read the book. Uh, I'm just really interested because I love De- uh, Dennis Villanueva. Um, 
You know, Kelly and I talk about it constantly. When you're when like, did you see Dune? Got to watch Dune. She's like, Michael, go watch Dune. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Every time. Every you watch Dune, Michael. Anytime Dune gets brought up, it's like, hey. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what's the other one coming out in 2020? Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, and it's got uh, the only things I've seen so far are little screenshots of uh, death is in it. Oh, cool. The, and it is the death from the bogus journey. Um, it is the same actor, and he looks the exact same. It's funny. Um, I see Station. Station. God, why did they do that? <laughs> so weird. Um, there's also like a couple young kids that watch them teleport in with their little uh, tel- their 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 Phone telephone booth. booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they they like drop in, and it was like Kid Cudi and a couple other people were there to witness it, and uh, that's all I've seen so far. Is that like they're still using the phone booth? I love that. And uh, to explain to kids nowadays what that is, my daughter doesn't know what a phone booth is. Yeah, she's she's eleven. So I've like, never used a phone booth in my life, but I know what they are. I so. used I used plenty of them. They're filthy. They're basically um, uh, portable homes for some people. You can pick <laughs> yeah. them up, and move them. You know, yeah. but uh, they were basically like little condos for uh, homeless people in the city of Detroit. You just, <laughs> you look, you see, you see like one filled with garbage and like clothing. Like, ah, oh, somebody's living in that one. Not using that phone. Cool. I don't want that flea phone. Keep the flea phone. Sorry. <laughs> but. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this one up. we got some more fun things to do next week, some talk. But it is late. It is 1.42 in the morning, and Daddy's going to go to bed. Yes, um, indeed. So you guys take care. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.